This is Tiger Cats post game on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Second half woes continue for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Outscored 27 to four in the final 30 minutes of this football game, and they lose to the rival Argonauts and slip further down in the East contention for a postseason situation at three and eight. 37 to 20 is the score. This is Tiger Cats post game. I'm Bob O'Neill along with Andy Fantuz. And before we dig right into things, Andy, just one comment on uh, what we saw here in this contest. Well, Bubs, I'm I'm just, I'm speechless right now. Uh, my heart goes out for these guys. It, it, they had a, they were playing well. They had more net yards. They had. They forced six turn two and outs against two two and outs for the Tie Cats, but that only led to uh, uh, a difference of 13 to 10 points off those two and outs, and it just goes back to those turnovers, just just critical. 20 to zero points off turnovers, and six to one in the actual turnovers. I mean, you just can't win football games like that. You you play well most of the game it seems like you have total control over the game and then all of a sudden just bang 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 couple plays in that third quarter and the game gets blown open the other way you could, you could almost see see the tears on the eyes of on the sideline it was uh it's just i agree with luke you need to have an emotional healing after this game and i thought the emotional healing came after last week's game but yeah this one's really really tough because it was against the Argonauts. It's the it's the it's the front end of that home and home Labor Day upcoming. Uh, you know, here we go in the Tiger Cats post game. We'll uh, review the Car Star keys to victory. We have exclusive access in the locker room. We'll talk to Coach Joe and a player. Uh, we will pre uh, present our performer of the game as presented by Hercules Tire, right on our strength, and then we'll go four wide, little NASCAR. Saying there, Luke Tasker and R.J. Broadhead join us in the booth and we'll try and salt away this one, look back, look future uh, at what has exactly happened here. Uh, at the end of the day, I think Luke talked about it, you just can't turn the ball over. And, and, and I, I, I want to ask you this question. And again, Dane Evans is just not the same Dane Evans. as I mean, is he playing hurt? There's something wrong with his delivery. Your thoughts? Yeah, there, there's certainly some kind of mental battle he's having since since the start of the season. That when he when he had that those fumbles early in the season, and there's there's tons of outside pressure, and it's getting to him. And there were just a couple decisions here tonight that he he just cannot make. I mean, you can't you can't look at hitches across the board and go third, you know, one two to the to your left side. Try to go right and throw it late. I mean, Jamal Peters just ran, read it the whole way, and then he gave him two gifts early in the earlier bef before that his first two picks. Um, you you know, you, there's got to be some kind of standard, and you just can't can't keep living with this. And then Matthew Schultz, it was his game to play, and he goes down with an injury. Just you know, when it rains, it pours. Uh, just just so unfortunate series of events. The, the the late, you know, and then you get the the third and two, and you got run by Pappy White. I mean, I just don't understand it. I, I, oh, I just, Especially when you have a Don Jackson that's running the ball effectively. Uh, it just seems like, you know, in a situation like that, third down, you need some distance. Not just one. You need it to. 
and you're giving it to the uh, to a five foot four receiver. Yeah, it's 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 so strange to be talking about this game because you have you know 444 net yards against 287. Your tackling has been was superb. Your defense was playing pretty good. I mean, your special teams was at least equal this game, uh, if not the better team. And yet you get blown away. I mean, it, it just. It only points to one stat, and that's the turnovers. Evans, 19 out of 30, 244 yards, three interceptions, one fumble. Matthew Schultz before leaving the game with what appears to be a right-hand injury. 13 out of 15, 144, one touchdown, no mistakes. Let's bring in RJ and Luke. And uh, I guess, first of all, Luke, we got to be concerned about the status of uh, Matthew Schultz at this point because it appears that this was his game to finish. Yep, it appeared that way. And prior to this week, Matt Schultz having played the last two games in full for the Ticats, and uh, Dane was healthy, and they made the decision early on that Dane was going to start this game. But all, all in the same four quarters, Matt Schultz, it kind of appeared like Matt Schultz was going to take over and probably for more than just this game. He was coming in to be the guy, and then another injury happens, and they change it again. And uh, boy, just it's too. There's it's just it's too much for a team to overcome in one game. The turnovers and the and just the mixing up at the quarterback position. So that's going to be the piece of news that everybody's going to be waiting to hear this week. What's wrong with Matt Schultz's hands? Hand injury wise, I mean, and and, and Dane also struggling with an injury. And what are they going to do at the quarterback position? Yeah, Art. you got to think they're they're going to have to bring somebody in at this point, or or unless they're going to roll with J Jalen or Jamie Morton, because even Dane got banged up at the end and he was grimacing on his on that last drive. Yep. Uh, you know, even if he wasn't, I'm sure with the turnovers, you got to you got to have some kind of uh, accountability and do, and do something. Agreed. I, I I think that's you know if you, if you're going to salvage something out of the games that are left here, you've got to get somebody in there to to produce and. Uh, they're going to have to diagnose injuries and then diagnose the reality of, of you know, trust in, in, in what they can do going forward. RJ, I, I really felt that after that 58-yard kick, mm -hmm. that made field goal by Seth Small at the end of the half, I, I really believe that the Tiger Cats had severely outplayed the Argonauts. Maybe didn't have the points to show it with that 16-10 lead. But I thought better things were coming in the second half. Absolutely, Bubba. The, the statistics proved that. It, it shouldn't have really been a close game when you look at the statistics in that first half. Uh, again, turnovers cost the Tiger Cats another 17 points off, off turnovers. I think the Tiger Cats are a, a better team than 3-8, and eight, but they just continue to have these struggles in the second half. And when they do a turnover, it always seems to cost them. Here's the glass half full attitude about it. It's another tough loss to take against your rivals, the Argos. However, the East Division has granted an opportunity for the struggling Ticats to stay in it. Now, Montreal has a bye week. They will have a game in hand. Argos have a game in hand. But the Tiger Cats are kind of now in a situation where they have to win that Labor Day game and maybe get a little bit of help. But they have to go on a run. It's... Not a lost season yet, as disappointing as this loss feels, because it did feel like the Tiger Cats were in control and had momentum at the end of the half, and it was just not close in, in the second half. So they have to figure things out. Andy, Luke, you guys talked about the quarterback situation. We'll have to wait and see what happens this week with injuries. But it, that could be a, a very uh, 
crucial position that we keep an eye on going into that Labor Day game. It's like how many times this year have we said, talk, been talking about how how well the Cats have been playing within a game, yet it's halftime and it's 16 to 10. It's, yes. you know, one play away Seems from, every game. From, from being down in the game, yet they're complete control, completely dominating. Uh, they just can't find, you know, that halftime, they had four two and outs. For, they had forced four two and outs on the, on the Argos against zero, and they're just controlling the whole thing, and, and it, you know, oh, it's hard to, it's, yeah, it's it's hard. Emotional here. Like, I like Emotional. That the, 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 loss, the losses are much heavier than we were when we were sitting here, you know, even that that Edmonton loss that was sort of like jaw-dropping and think, you know, when, when you're thinking, you know, how, that didn't see this one coming kind of thing. Uh, well, now now they're now these are heavy and they're costly and meaningful. And you know, I kind of go back to the Tim White miss opportunity in the end zone earlier this game. It was sort of like a line in the sand to me. It was that was sort of the the end of, of the positive momentum for the Tie Cats. And after that, you had quickly Matt Schultz injury to his hand, additional turnovers back to back, and McLeod Bethel Thompson really turning it around after a weak first half and. And that was that was the that was the last we saw of of, of Ticat success tonight. Those that red zone opportunity was 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 game changing. Folks, we have exclusive access. Folks, we have exclusive access to the coaching room. We have an opportunity to check in with Coach Ronaldo Steinauer, as presented by Access Storage. Uh, we will be getting to him in just a couple of minutes. And you know, I, yeah. I want to hang on that point and. You talk about the fact that you want to be able to control your own destiny. And I know, Luke, you played on a team not all that long ago, June Jones head coaching, where you had to kind of rely on not only what you did and what other teams did. And that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, and I remember uh, a game here at Tim Hortons Field, at home at Tim Hortons Field, and, uh, you know, we really close battling out to the end. We lost that game, and then waiting that night to see if Ottawa or see if Sask could beat Ottawa in Sask and sure enough Ottawa pulled off the win to eliminate us from the playoffs and yeah it's going to get who knows there's a chess game coming at the end of the season here but there's still there's still all possibilities ahead of the Ticats if they can just find a way to right the ship and find a little energy. All right guys uh, you know, as I said we have exclusive access to the coach room time to check in with coach Orlando Steinauer is presented by Access Storage. Coach, again, another tough one outscored in the second half. Uh, tough loss, dropping to three and eight right now. Obviously, we don't want to know exactly what you told the guys, but what 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 did you kind of? What was the message to the boys uh, at the end of this one? Yeah, I'll keep my message to our team. To our team. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything uh, in terms of the status, in terms of uh, the injury to Matthew Schultz, and maybe even Dane Evans. Yeah, Matthew obviously wasn't well enough to return. He's going to get X-rays uh, on on his wrist. Um, he's he's one tough uh, he's one tough person, and uh, he gutted through it, but he just wasn't able to. So I don't have the exact uh, update right now, and uh, you know, yeah, that's what it is. Coach, glaringly, the turnovers cost you this game. You got you got to love the fight uh, and. Uh, and the rest of the game, but both by the offense and the, and the defensive tackling, the special teams. I mean, you played a pretty good game, other than turnovers. How do you, you know, how do you get past this? Well, it's just that, you know, um, you know. I freaking love this team. I love the fight. I love the grit. It's about execution. 
And, you know, when you, you know, when you're lining up for extra points and you lose that turnover battle like that, uh, it's hard. And in a game like this, it was going to, you know, it seemed like it was one of those games that was going to come down to who had the ball last. And that's usually what these games come down to. But, you know, we're in this night, we were playing two teams. We were playing ourselves and uh, and the other squad. So, um, yeah, there, there's frustration there. But um, for what the hand we were dealt, you know, especially defensively coming in, um, you know, I thought we, we battled. I thought offense, we tried, you know, it's just – you, you said it it's it's uh you, you can't turn the ball over like that period coach uh luke here and uh you know tough game and obviously it's an emotional loss and they feel heavier at this point and now you know the reality is that the opportunities are all still available nothing's been eliminated from the ticats uh meaning postseason chances and you sit here going into a long week and into the storied labor day classic do you, what's going to change for you and your coaching staff this week? What, what do you, what do you do different going into this big game at a point in the season where you know you're, you you need your t your team to change these games around? Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a great question, Luke. And I would be misleading you and everybody listening if I gave you the exact answer of what to expect from us because I don't know uh, the injury status. I don't know um, where we're going. I know that uh, what will be. The message is that, you know, fortunately, we're in a division where things are still ahead of us. Uh, things haven't gone according to plan. And, you know, we're going to have to obviously address uh, the turnover situation um, at the end of the day. So um, we'll, we'll do our job. We will we'll get them prepared the best, the best that we can. We'll adjust practice. We'll do whatever we have to do. Um, the only thing we can't do is go out there and play. Hey, Coach, it's RJ here. Just uh, There was a highlight with Seth Small hitting the 58-yarder. That ties a Hamilton Tiger Cats record for longest field goal. You had Michael Damagala out there, then Seth Small came in. Can you tell us what the, the thought process was there at the uh, near the end of the half? Yeah, well, Michael's got a really, you know, Damagala's got the stronger leg, and that's fine. And so uh, we didn't want to put, you know, Seth out there in a situation where, uh, you know, maybe he didn't have enough leg to get it there. And that's the advantage we have with Michael on. And uh, it, But after that, we kind of – we did have a little breeze at our back. And Seth kind of said, you know, that fortunately there was enough time in there. And Seth said that uh, he'd hit it. So, shoot, um, we put him out there. And uh, I guess I don't know what we cleared it by a yard, but the bottom line is we cleared it. <laughs> High watermark there, Coach. Uh, thank you for joining us here. Now again, yet another tough one, but you're going to have 25,000 people, Ticat fans, Ticat mania going wild on Labor Day. So hey, let's, let's hey, see. We'll be there. We'll be there. Stay with us. And I uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us, Coach. Thanks, Coach. All right. Time for our, our performer of the game as presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. Well, I was giving uh, strong consideration to Seth Small when he was 4 for 4 with the 58-yarder. Uh, However, he missed the one at the end that kind of really sealed the deal and the loss. And um, throughout the whole game, a guy kept coming up, making plays on the defense, Mason Bennett. Yes. The new look uh, with the visor tonight. And he, you know, five tackles, two sacks, a huge pass deflection to stop a drive. Um, he's the performer of the game. He, he was all over the field. The visor will stay. 
Wiser will stay. I love, I love the look. You yeah. know what I liked about Mason Bennett's performance, too, is from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, we were still talking about him, and he was all, he was all over the field. And, and, and like and I love that pass deflect, deflect, deflection, too. I mean, tackle sacks and pass breakup is just an unbelievable performance. And, and, guys, I'll just throw this open. I think the coach just kind of said it. The fight from this team continues. I mean, we have seen, I've been around here long enough to see teams like this that have records like this that it's obvious that they've they've thrown in the towel like they're they can't wait till the end of the season so they can go home that has not been the case with this team rj yeah it's like i was saying earlier there is a glass that's still half full here this loss is tough to take yes 0-6 on the road not winning back-to-back games turning the ball over too much but finishing in the top two in the east division is still a realistic opportunity so it's it's a tough loss, yes, but we could be having a much different conversation on Labor Day if the Tiger Cats do what they pretty much have to do now, and that's win that football game. You're still getting, you're still seeing the defensive players getting excited for tackles, and the special teams player excited for tackles late in the fourth, even when you're down by a couple scores. The offense fighting for extra yards. You know, Tim White still quietly ended up with over 100 yards. Poppy with seven catches for 81. Dunbar for 81. I mean, these guys, these Good guys are fighting. You see some long receptions at the end of the game when you clearly had to, were going to lose, you know, and you see some big plays. And there's no other way to do it. Like, Andy, like, I actually remember having a reasonable amount of fun at the end of the 2017 season when we were out of the playoffs. I had a couple really good games, and we were still out there playing football. Like, it's, you know, there's a lot of jobs you could do in the world, and that's not the worst one. And these guys are much better than that. They still have a chance to win a Grey Cup this year. And, RJ, I mean, the, the season series isn't quite over with the Argos. Right. I mean, they're only down by 24 points aggregate. So if they can win by, by 24 or more on Labor Day, then they can still take the season series. It's tough, but it is possible, definitely possible. Let's check back to the locker room and connect with our player of the game, our performer of the game as presented by Hercules Tire, Mason Bennett. Exclusive POEX game interview is presented by Access Storage. And Mason, uh, again, a real tough one out there. The, the motors mm-hmm. never ended. Um, how does this one feel? Obviously, a difficult loss. Yeah, no, any loss um, always stings, but um, we got a quick turnaround here and uh, we got to move forward. Mason, uh, you had a, had a new look tonight um, and uh, you know, is this one of those look good, feel good, play good kind of kind of scenarios? Uh, that's how every game is. I try to treat it as, as such. Um, but, yeah, my first game come back after an injury a couple weeks ago. Um, so I knew I had to turn up and uh, just make my plays. Mason, you, you had your first sack for, as a Ticat on Labor Day uh, last year. Mm-hmm. How, how big is this next game going to be? What's the feeling in the locker room right now amongst the, amongst the fellas? Yeah, it's huge, uh, especially at the point in the season we're at right now. Um, we're trying to stay positive, um, see what we did wrong, see what we did good, and uh, move on from there. Mason, you, uh, you, you had a big game. When you look at the defense, I know you're going to want to see tape and everything, but what's your, your overall evaluation of the, the Ticats defense tonight? Um, yeah, we're going to take a look at the film in a couple of days here. Um, evaluate, like I said, what we did good, what we did bad, and um, uh, fix any mistakes we had, and uh, uh, just appreciate the good plays we made and move on from there. Uh, Mason, one of the impressive things we thought you had, uh, you know, from the first quarter to the fourth, even as the game started to slip away, you were still out there with a high motor. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you take that energy into this week of practice. 
yeah. what do you expect from yourself going into one of the one of the most look uh, you know uh, you know look forward to games in the whole season the Labor Day Classic? Um, the exact same. You no, know, if we came off a win or a loss, and it's a big game coming up or a small game, we're gonna treat any week like it's norm a normal week. So, get back to work tomorrow, watch the film, um, and then review the tape, and we're gonna move on from there. Mason Bennett, thank you so much for joining us again. Again, tough, difficult loss, but mm -hmm. uh, again, as I talked to the coach, Labor Day, twenty-five thousand. Screaming Ticat fans are going to be uh, yep. all jammed up for you guys to perform on Labor Day Monday, as they always do every year annual on the big game. So we look forward to seeing you perform on the field then. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. This exclusive post-game interview is presented by Access Storage. Our performer of the game is presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. Mason Bennett. Uh, I'm going to go right back to you there, Luke, on this one. And I, and I, I say this to you because you've been in the huddle with the man you have caught touchdown passes from the man. What's wrong with Dane Evans? You know, it's a hard, hard position to be in. And when you're dealing with both the pressure of potentially being replaced, you know, and, and the potential uh, of, you know, your performance getting you out of there, and then you've also got the the, the pressure of your injuries. And that, that's, I, I can relate to that very, very well, you know, where you're not, you sometimes don't trust yourself to perform at the highest level of something you're dealing with and he's got both of those and you can you can tell that dane is you know at, at moments when he when a play is done or dead he's for one more second trying to force something a little bit especially i think back to the to the interception where he's attempting to throw the, the ball away line. you know and he's getting tangled up and can't does, they can't get enough arm on it to even get it out you know out you know past the sidelines and so it's just trying to control a few things that are outside of your control um, but as a veteran quarterback, I mean, your mind would tell you to, just to take the sack and live for another day, wouldn't it? Yeah, and you can just see it starting to mount, and, and, and you know, that I, I've said it during the broadcast, too, that that success and confidence builds together, and one builds off of the other, and the, the negative of that is that the, when you've made that mistake, you know, you can kind of see it's, you know, you're starting to not trust yourself to not do it again, you know, and then and you add that into forcing and the pressures. And I, I would I would wish to for Dane to take to take a breath to get back to having fun playing football, no matter what happens with your career, with the season, any of that. But enjoy being a professional quarterback because he certainly has the skill set and the mindset. Uh, you know, when, when he when his confidence is there to be a, an excellent professional quarterback. Time for Andy to review his car star. Three keys to the game. Let her rip. Well, you know, we could really just talk about one and, and get this over with, but uh, sure, we'll, we'll go through it. <laughs> so number one was sure tackling, and I thought they did a great job, honestly. I think they had... The, the, the last drive of the first half was their only missed tackles in the whole first half. And in the second half, there were about two or three uh, on run plays that kind of squirted out for an extra five yards or so. But nothing glaring like there was in Montreal. So that was a very solid game and solid improvement on the tackling. Number two. Number two was risk-taking mentality. It's really kind of hard to objectively score this one. Um, Late in the first half, there was a third and three. They ended up kicking a field goal. Uh, later in the second half, there was a third and two, and they had to, you know, they didn't get it. Um, we didn't see any fakes by the special teams. We didn't see, I don't know, we didn't see too much 
out there. So I, I would just kind of call this a wash or a negative. But uh, most importantly, the number three was win the turnover battle. And, and with a six to one deficit, it's that's a big, big loss. And they're just tanking in the rankings of this of the uh, le in the league for turnover ratio. Yeah, you're right. It's getting like lopsided compared to the rest. And you can even even if you scratch the one late turnover on downs, you know, whatever, it's still five to one. And it's and it's just, you know, it doesn't even, it almost doesn't matter how well you play in other categories. Yeah, 20 to 20 to zero points off turnovers. Uh, mm -hmm. You're not going to win a lot of games like that. No. And when you're get, when you're forcing so many two and outs, six to two, on the positive side in two and outs, but you only win that. Uh, the points off two and outs, 13 to 10. So you're looking at a total of 30. If you add the two and outs and the turnovers, you're looking at a 30 to 13 uh, deficit. Uh, yeah. Just just not going to get it done. For a lot of people and a lot of fans in the Ticats Nation, it doesn't matter if you make the playoffs. It doesn't matter if you win the Grey Cup. You got to win on Labor Day, RJ. <laughs> and this is where people, the expectations will be high uh, in the next game on Mo Labor Day Monday at 1 p.m. Absolutely. I mean, they, they, Tiger Cats have put themselves in a position where they have to win, must win. We, we, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but RJ with his must wins. <laughs> but they, they really do. And, and you're right, Bubba. It's a big game. But uh, I do think Ticats fans, after going to the Grey Cup two seasons in a row, would like to get back there. So the playoffs are very important, but it does start with step one, and that is Labor Day against the Argos, Tim Hortons Field. Tiger Cats have to get on the right track and get this confidence and a little swagger back. Well, folks, we're certainly looking forward to that. Hey, a reminder, the Labor Day Classic 50-50 jackpot, a guaranteed 50 grand. Just a reason to be involved. Tickets go on sale Monday at 10 a.m. Be sure to get your ticket early for a chance at that 50K and the early bird draw for $1,000 on Friday, September the 2nd at 8 p.m. That's brought to you by the Hamilton Bulldogs Foundation. License hashtag RAF1235466. And before you head out to Tim Hortons Field for the Labor Day Classic, help Purelater tackle hunger initiative. Bring a non-perishable food item to the game to support Hamilton Food Share and help us tackle hunger in Hamilton. Tiger Cats go down 37-20 to the rival Argonauts at BMO Field. Uh, thank you for listening. For Andy Fantus, RJ Broadhead, Lou Tasker, I'm Bubba O'Neill. We are back this coming Labor Day Monday at noon. With the Argos traveling to Tim Hortons Field, Roxas crowd, they're going to be a fun one. We're on the air at noon with Tiger Cats pregame as presented by Journey Rewards. That's all coming to you. Join us, please, on the Tiger Cats Audio Network.